we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This radio show is more important than any other Mainstream media outlet. The Breakfast Club. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, bitch. Don't play with it. Wake up, you guys. You think I'm coming here when this ain't hot? DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than than here? I think everybody should go on the Breakfast Club and start with that. You want to shake it up? Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day! Good morning. That's right. Wednesday, middle of the week. Good morning to ya. Man, another day, another day uh, to be on this radio, another day to get to surf. That's right. Okay, how y'all feel out there? Mm-hmm. Y'all know how I feel. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening? Yes. I'm going to tell you something, man. Please, I need more candles. Okay? My candle game is trash right now. Because no disrespect to everybody who be making homemade candles. Oh, something boy. be wrong with y'all, um... Wicks. The wicks, man. Yes. Okay? The wicks burn too crazy. Like, That's right. I'm looking at one right now. I forgot who made that, but they made a black effect candle, and it's you know it's got like the black effect logo on it. 
but it looked dangerous. <laughs> it do look dangerous. <laughs> it looked like it looked we like got to keep the fire extinguisher right. on deck. Yeah. You know, just in case. That's right. Okay? Looks a little crazy. I'm a little scared here. Mm. I'm trying to, I don't even want no loose papers around. Nothing around nothing. it. Just in Lord case. Lord have mercy. Just in case. Fire's a little too high. Thank you for the candle. I appreciate all the homemade candles, but, you know, I need more of these. This black cherry, Malo, white burn. That's what I need. Hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Next time I go to uh there. Well, yeah. Next now, time I'm a, I got a bunch at the house because you know uh, I'm I'm at that age. You know, 45 years old. Where mm. Candles are very meaningful gifts. That's right. And so people give me a lot of candles. I get a lot of candles and a lot of Palo Santo and a lot of sage, and I appreciate it all. Thank now, you I, very much. I grab them by the boatloads when I go to uh, BJ's and I get and I get my can. <laughs> Forget it. Damn. Tell us more. <laughs> Forget it. What'd you say about what you say it. about BJ's? Tell me more. There's sir. a store it's early in the morning, bro. Store called BJ's. <laughs> you can get, People ain't even ate breakfast. You, you can get things. Might be kids listening. It's enough. It's enough. Listen, today on the show, uh, we have a uh, Republican presidential candidate, Nikki Haley. Yes. Former governor of South Carolina. She'll be joining us this morning. We have a lot of Republican uh, presidential candidates that, that come up. We're not too many Democrat besides uh, well, Dean Phillips, right? Well, it's, it's their year. I mean, you know, back in uh, 2016 when, you know, it was a, a bunch of Democrats running for president, a bunch of Democrats came up here too. Mm. No, was that 20? Yeah, no, 2020. 2020. 2016, it was Hillary and Bernie yes. were the ones. 2020, it was the ASAP Rocky, ASAP Mob, Wu-Tang Clan of Democrats. <laughs> it was a bunch of them. It was at least 10 or 12 of them that right. was running. So they all came up too. So it's the same thing this year. Okay. You know? Yeah. We haven't had a lot. Like, who's here? We've had, let me see. On the Democratic side, Marianne Williamson's been up here. Dean Phillips has been up here. On the Republican side, Cornel West had. is running for the Green Party, I believe. Yeah. Independent. Uh, uh, Republicans have been Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, uh, what's homie Larry? La, 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 Larry. Larry, Larry came up here. Larry was up here. He, he, he's more of a political pundit to me. But he, he was, was a Republican. He was. But running. he was never really running. He was trying to run. He was trying to run. He was on the block. He was on the block waiting for the gun to go off. Yeah, yeah. He but, was almost there. Yeah. Uh, and now, now Nikki Haley. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's right. Yeah, so Nikki Haley will be joining us in a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. get the show cracking. When we come back, we got front page news, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, some quick sports. Uh, Rajon Rondo, you know, he used to play for Boston, and then he went to the Lakers for a little bit. He's retired. I, that's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> He was uh, arrested uh, for having weed in his car, uh, driving reckless, and a firearm in Indiana uh, a night last night. So yesterday, actually. So got to hear both sides. You know, it's so crazy. I, I only saw the headline of that story. The headline looks crazy. The headline is like Rajon Rondo caught with guns and drugs. Mm-hmm. But you said he was smoking weed. Yeah. yeah. State trooper smelled marijuana coming from the car and um, started to do a search, and they found a firearm. That was it. And the firearm was it legal? Probably. Uh, they're not saying. Oh. But you cannot have a firearm while smoking weed, so I'm sure that's, exactly. that, that was the problem. But uh, they haven't said as of yet. I'm just saying the headline made him look like some type of kingpin. Like Absolutely. He, like he was starring in one of 50 Cent shows. Nah, okay. nah, not at all. Now let's talk about Corey Bush, Tiz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Missouri Democrat Representative Corey Bush has confirmed that the Department of Justice is investigating her campaign about her hiring her husband for security services. Now Bush says she is fully co- cooperating with the investigation. She retained her now husband as a part of her security team and says that he has the experience uh, and he provides the service at or below market rate. She said this that as a rank and file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds
funds uh, to retain security services and that that was totally uh, ethical to do. She said that she has not used any federal tax dollars, and that is a lie, uh, and that the services is because she needed security because of all of, the, all of the threats that she received. Take a listen. Since before I was sworn into office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. As a rank-and-file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. Any reporting that I have used funds for personal security is simply false. In recent months, right-wing organizations have lodged baseless complaints against me peddling notions that I have misused campaign funds to pay for personal security services. That simply is not true. You know, politics is a dirty game, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see what the issue is here. Like, why is this a story? Why can't you hire your husband for security? If he does security, if he has the experience, what's the problem? Yeah, and what I don't, what I don't understand, maybe you can help me out, Tess. So if somebody does make a complaint, right, because somebody had to file and say that that's what she was doing, and they found out that that's not what she was doing, what happens to the person that made that false complaint? Nothing at all. Um, and to your point, uh, DJ Envy, they did make this complaint in September 2023 uh, with the Office of Congressional Ethics, and they found no wrongdoing, and the case was dismissed. So this has actually already been a thing that they put to bed, and then yet again, they made a complaint to the Department of Justice, and so now they're doing that investigation. She says she's looking forward to the same outcome. It's just so, politics. I understand mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you got something on your app, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, but try if, to, you try to uncover it. But if they're using resources and finances to, to you know to, to check and to find out and to go through this woman's paperwork and, and all that other stuff and they find out it's not true you gotta investigate but what happens from there like nothing it's, it's a false complaint but you, you know gotta, but you, I mean, if you, you gotta investigate that's all they're that's all they're saying by the way she could do the same thing to somebody she could do the same thing to one of her her political ops if she wanted to mm. if she if she yeah. had something Mm-hmm. And speaking of her political ops, uh, Donald Trump did spend, that's been in the news this week as well, he spent $50 million of his campaign funds as well to cover legal expenses in 2023. So that's something that Democrats are talking about you know, on the other side on how he's spending his money. The difference is, though, his, I will say this, people that are giving him money, uh, they are you know, aware you know, that he's spending those resources and apparently they have no problem with it. But uh, what Cori Bush did was absolutely... Uh, uh, Nothing was wrong with it. Uh, she did exactly. It was on the paperwork showing that it was for security services. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not, it's nothing wrong with it. You can hire your family members, particularly if they have the experience. Why should her husband take out time of his day, you know, to protect? He's obviously losing money somewhere, and he has the experience. So pay him for the job. That's you right. know, this. I'm, I'm just going to sign up to be in poverty for the rest of my life. Just makes you know no sense uh, for people who run for office. And to your point, Charlamagne, we talked about this off air. This is why people, you know, they they tend to not want to get into politics. It's one of the reasons why. It's it's interesting though because uh, you know I said it over and over. Donald Trump has totally changed the culture of politics. So stuff like this don't even matter. I see a story like this: Cory Bush is under investigation after hiring husband of security. So what? Mm-hmm. It, it, it pales in comparison to the things that we see, you know, coming from you know Donald Trump. Right. So it's like he's changed the culture of politics. Stuff like this should not matter. When, when, when dealing with our elected officials. All yeah. Right. The problem is, though, when somebody puts a story out there saying that she did something wrong and they run with it and they don't actually read the information, like to your point on the story you guys were talking about this morning, the headline, you're going with the headline. She used federal dollars and just ran with it and not even looking into it. And, and that's the problem has caused her more death threats, which needs more security that needs to be paid for. So. Mm, now I got to hire my cousin. And my brother. You know what I'm saying? Now I got to hire the whole family. See? Jesus. All right. Right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tiz. 
Mm-hmm. What are we talking about next hour? Yeah, 7 o'clock, guys. Tap in. I want to talk about in Wichita, a Jackie Robinson statue was stolen and burned. I want to tell you about that. And then about more fake news on AI and how they're targeting black celebrities. So we'll talk about that at 7. And today's Jackie Robinson's birthday as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up. Wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning, DJ NB, Charlamagne the God. What's good? Coach Davis. Coach Peace, Davis, Coach. what up? Get it off your chest, brother. What's going on, man? Yo, listen, happy new year. First of all, I haven't spoken to y'all since last year. Same but, man, uh, man. I got a couple. I got a couple things to get off my chest, man. First, when y'all speak to uh, Vice President, I mean the presidential candidate Nikki Haley, man, please don't throw no snowballs. I got one question for her because uh, Vic Ramaswamy, he, he seemed like he embraced his heritage. If I didn't do a little bit of research on Nikki Haley, I'd have had no idea of her cultural background. And when um, Trump brought it up, you know he's trying to treat her like he tro- treated uh, Obama. So, you know, let's talk about that just a little bit. Also, um, Jackie Robinson's uh, statue being stolen and, and, you know, dismembered and and all that in Wichita is crazy, especially on his birthday, man. That's retarded. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next hour with Tess. Yeah, yeah, also, too, man, Nikki Nikki Haley's never run from being uh, Indian American. Maybe because I'm from South Carolina and, you know, she was governor of our state for so long. Maybe Maybe I know the background but yeah she's never ran from that yeah but she's on, not, not saying that she hasn't but she's on a national uh, platform now and I never known this lady until now you know and then I did a little bit of background I'm like whoa hold oh, on yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes, yeah, you, 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 you a little late brother she was the governor of South Carolina she was the first that's what she was known as the first woman Indian American governor now she's the first Indian American GOP presidential candidate I think she's the second governor yeah, of, but, uh, second but, Indian governor ever Second, I believe so. Yeah, yeah I looked it up yesterday. But, yeah, but 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 Charlemagne, check this out, bro. You're the first time I heard that statement, though. This is the first time I heard that, right? But here, here's here's another thing, right? Just two more things, and I and I'll let y'all brothers go. Uh, first off, you know, as I, I'm I'm the general manager of Coney Island Thunder Man, and we're doing a great thing this year. We're we're 15th in the, the power rankings, and we're number one in our division, and we're doing it this year in Brooklyn. But you know what? Bigger than all that. Yeah, I'm glad y'all got my girl just hilarious. Hey. It's about time. It's Damn, about time. Next Monday. Yeah, tell me. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to be there with bells on, and I got to get through to wish my girl congratulations, yo. But, uh, hey, listen, y'all have a blessed day, man, and, and I love listening to y'all. And y'all have a great day, man. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Salome. Peace, sis. What's happening? I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Uh, I wanted to call uh, two things. First, I wanted to call and say congratulations to Miss uh, Jessica Robinson Moore. Okay. I believe her name is. Correct, sir? Robin. Jessica Robin. Oh, Jessica Robin. Shout out to Miss Jessica Robin. Just hilarious. As they know, the self-titled queen herself. The wild so card. Congratulations. She, she'll be Wait, here. Start, she's, the, we call it a wild card. She'll be here starting next Monday. Yep, Monday she'll be here. It started on Monday, man. So I definitely wanted to say congratulations to her. You know, I've been said that she was in my um, 
Top two. It was between her and Mona. It was between her and Mona for me. So, salute to, uh, salute to Mona. Don't call me white girl. Salute to Mona. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's, you salute to her. Then, but but Jess is the one who consistently showed that she wanted it. Consistently came up, had her own stuff prepared to come up there in the Breakfast Club and do what she did, man. A, and, and she got it and she deserved it. Because so, congrats to you, Jess. Congrats that's right, Jeff. Trav. What you doing in two weeks? I said, what am I doing? What am I doing in two weeks? Yeah. Well, you take me on a date? What's up? I'm no, free. no, I, I know you said you was going to Vegas. I didn't know if you were still going. I was just asking for a friend. Hey, you know what? It's, it's, why, why, why did I just fall for that, Charlamagne? I don't even know why he dug that. It don't even hit. Like, he act like he a Kansas City Chiefs or a 49ers fan. You were a New York Giants fan. I knew my Giants were making it. Like, Trav told me he was going. You, you, can't, you don't even know the rules of engagement when it comes to football. Trav told me he was hiding. He was going to go in somebody's luggage. He was going to the ball. You, you can't why make Why did I listen? Why did I just fall for that? But can, anyway, listen. Yes, Trav. Nikki, put the phone down. Nikki, put the phone down. I know you probably listening to the Breakfast Club. Put the phone down. You just tweeted two hours ago. You still <laughs> tweeting. It's been five days. I just checked. She tweeted two hours ago. Nikki, put the phone down, girl. Barb's, please talk to her. Like, stop encouraging her. Now, I mean, y'all just as unhinged as y'all favorite. Put the phone down. The thing I don't understand. Sorry, they were tearing you up on Twitter yesterday. I'm going to tell you. You said and, what? And it was kind of right. They were tearing you up on Twitter yesterday, and it was kind of right. What were they tearing me up for? You gave Nikki donkey of the day in 24 hours for not responding to a diss track. And Meg has not gotten up in 72 hours for not responding to Nikki's diss track. What we'll tear you up, man. Time out, time out, time This is why y'all logic don't make no sense. And this is why I don't be on Twitter, because that's where all the stupid people are. Mm-hmm. Meg set it off. Meg, Meg just gave us a diss track. I mean, now, hey. now, shut up. Meg, gave, Meg put out a diss track that's had Nikki tweeting for a week straight yeah, and and uh-oh. and caused Nikki to put out a weak-ass diss track. Meg, Meg shouldn't won, bro. Meg shouldn't put out another Meg, diss Meg record. shouldn't say nothing. Meg won. Meg shouldn't put out another record. <laughs> Meg, Meg don't got to say nothing. Mm-hmm. She won, buddy. Mm-mm. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Dizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and he'll tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Keith from Brooklyn, you heard? Yo, what's going on, man? Yo, yo, C&E with the T, what's good? No, it's not no damn C&E with the T. It's just hilarious. Yo, listen, listen. And her yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yo, check it out though. Um, Charlemagne, yes, got some criticism for you, big man. Talk I, I, I want because I want Nikki Haley to be the uh, Republican candidate. You have this talking point where you be like, uh, the RNC should get behind Nikki Haley and get away from Donald Trump, yep. and then you don't say why. I give you like three reasons off the top of my head. If you want to tell the people that, then you gotta tell the people why too. I do tell the people why. I tell the people because no, you don't. You just in the talking point off with that. You just say I think. The uh, RNC needs to get away from Donald Trump and then get behind Nikki Haley. You don't say the fact that no. she wants age limits. You don't say the fact that uh, she is an ambassador uh, of the United Nations. You don't say the fact that um, uh, I-, I can't think of uh, everything off the top of my head no, right no, now, no, but no, you no, just no, tell no, the people why. Well, I do tell the people why, but you clearly don't be listening. But what I tell people is that because I Donald, listen every day. Well, I say because Donald Trump has way too much baggage. Like Donald Trump has 91 criminal charges. To impeach that has nothing to do with Nikki Haley. I'm talking about what is Nikki Haley doing, not not what Donald Trump is doing. I th- Nikki Haley should be the Republican candidate simply because she. I this and I say this too. I don't know why you haven't heard me say this, but I say I also think she can pull votes. 
from both sides. Because if you look at what she did in Iowa, if you look at what she did in New Hampshire, she had a lot of independents and she had a lot of Democrats voting for her as well. Donald Trump is not going to pull votes from both sides the way Nikki Haley is. I've said that a million times. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. My name's Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Where you calling from? Hey, I am calling from originally Panama City, Florida, and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, all right. They say you got a job interview today. I do. So I actually have a simple request. I was calling for some good prayers, good vibes my way. Um, I'm actually heading home from the job now, going back tonight, and I have the interview. This will be my seventh time going for a promotion. Um, so I was just trying to get all the good blessings my way because this promotion will really allow me to make a difference in life. You got this, Alicia. I'll definitely be sending you some prayers and everybody out there send Alicia some prayers. I definitely am. This. I hope you get what you right, absolutely positively you have earned, ma'am. Absolutely. Good luck. Thank you so much. All righty, mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Uh, this beef between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj just continues to continues to grow and continues to get worse and worse and worse. And we'll tell you why. Uh, you don't play with nobody's grave, and, and we'll we'll discuss. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne uh, uh, the guy. Uh, we are uh, the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg the Stallion. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty. Patty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. Now, Meg Thee Stallion was on uh, Good Morning America yesterday, and she talked about a couple of things, uh, like going on tour this summer. Megan has more good news. Oh, we're having the tour this year. The Hot Girl Summer Tour is going to be 2024 summertime. I feel like I've never been able to be outside doing my own thing during the summer, like since like 2019. So this is going to be the first time that I drop an album on, on time for the summer. I do want to give the hotties the Megan Thee Stallion experience. Yeah, so she's going on tour this summer. Yeah, that's exactly what she got to do. She got to get back to business. You know what I'm saying? You got to put out a successful album, uh, have some successful music, capitalize on the energy of uh, of this moment, yep. you know, that, that Hiss has created. And, you know, because to this point, Meg has played everything perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know, she's got everybody playing with the cards that she's dealt. She's in total control of the situation. So now she got to, you know, put out a, put out a record. That's you right. You know what I mean? You got to put out some good music. Like, that's, that's the follow-up to all of this. But she also talks about uh, music being her therapy. Still reeling from the success of her reflective lead single, Cobra. The 28-year-old... We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. 
State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Claiming her freedom and strength on the song after overcoming one of the toughest periods of her life. It was really rough because it, for the past couple of years, music just seemed so negative to me. I just wasn't in a good space mentally after everything that had happened to me. And it just all felt like I'm tired of this. I'm tired of I'm tired of fighting. Like, but I, I had to tell myself, you know what? I don't want to give up. I love a lot of things, but music is the one thing that I know I've always really super tried at. And the one thing that my mama knew that I really wanted to do, so I was like, I can't give up this fight. I just had to put it into music. And I feel like it was like therapy. It was like a real diary entry. 
Yeah, I'm not mad at artists uh, for that, but music is not therapy. Therapy is therapy. Like, you can't just vent in your music. You got to go sit down with someone, and then, you know, once you put it out, you got to heal those things that, that come up. Yeah. You know, and the studio, uh, the studio alone can't do that. That's right. Now, also, uh, allegedly, they're saying that some of the barbs reportedly uh, found out what Meg Thee Stallion's mother was laid to rest. Uh, they put the location mm, mm, and mm, a mm. caption that said, you know what to do. So mm. uh, the, the actual uh, cemetery told uh, TMZ that uh, they increased security. They called police and just added extra personal security on site to make sure that the gravesite is OK. Yes, yeah, I know y'all ain't got no older people in y'all life. Because if y'all had older people in y'all life, older people would tell you, don't play with the dead. Nope. Ain't no good going to come to anybody doing stuff like that. You have cursed yourself and don't even know it, okay? You do not play with the dead in that way. You let the deceased rest in peace. And it's all fun and games until you can't sleep at night because you're getting visited by those spirits you're playing with. That's right. It's all fun and games (laughs) until nothing is going good in your life Mm -hmm. and you don't know why. Playing with those spirits... Play with those spirits if you want to. You better leave that alone. That's right. Now, not, oh, not to mention here in the physical world, somebody will literally kill you, blow your brains out for playing with their loved one's grave. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all got to start moving with some common sense, some cool. Like, what level of groupy ass stand are you that you would risk your life and your freedom for a celebrity? That's that's st- it makes no sense. It's stupid. Well, uh, Ruby Rose is being bullied, and she wants to know why, and and this is the reason why. Well. Ruby Rose, the Instagram model, said some things and people are attacking the wrong Ruby Rose. They are attacking Australian actress Ruby Rose, who says, I have nothing to do with this. She says, I have a Y in my name. Not an I. I never thought I'd be flooded with death threats for involvement in a rap beef that I have no idea what's going on. I've been to a Nicki Minaj show before. I like uh, Meg Thee Stallion. So leave me alone. Stop bullying me. So people are bullying the wrong uh, Ruby Rose. You talk about... uh Ruby Rose from Orange is the New Black? Yes. They played Stella? Australian actress, yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they're, bullying, they're bullying her. She has no idea why. They can't even spell. No. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, man. It's the wrong vowel. Okay? Yeah. I, 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 don't even, who is Ruby, I don't know Ruby Rose's Instagram model. Ruby who Rose. Is, uh, she was dating uh, DDG before. Not my life, bro. bro. All right. And lastly, Travis Scott. Uh, he was up at his Utopia tour and uh, in Miami, and it was a janitor mopping up the sweat on the ground at the mosh pit. So when Travis realized what he was doing, he asked him why he was doing it, because it was the mosh pit. People were jumping around, and the janitor told him that was his job. And he gave the janitor $5,000. He said, put the mop down. He says, you're off for the night. Hey, yo, today you're going to be off. Hey, yo, somebody go on my back and my car right here, 5000 I want you to just take off the lady tonight. Your whole night is on today. Ain't nobody got nothing on so he said, give him $5,000, you got the night off. Yeah, I respect that. But give the him, guy could give him the money, but you can't get off. He can't get off. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't take night off. <laughs> All of these people in here, <laughs> you, lose you, my got, job. you got more sweat to clean up, okay? The bathrooms need cleaning. You, you right. still got to do a job. Like the Custodians are there for a reason. That's Y'all right. be acting like custodians don't serve a purpose. Like They serve an extreme purpose. I say that all the time. Do you know how institutions would look without the custodians? Correct. That's why you got to treat the custodian the same way you treat the CEO because the custodian is just as important. You would have a terrible workplace. Imagine wherever you work at right now, you right. went and walked in those bathrooms and those bathrooms is dirty. You're the right. first thing you're going to do is yell, scream, and complain and wonder where the custodians are. <laughs>
Well, not, okay. well, well not only that, you gave me the 5000 but I still got to clean up the sweat. I got to clean up the sweat so people don't fall and hurt themselves. People fall and slip, and then, they, and then I get in trouble. I get fired for $5,000? <laughs> no, no. I, I need this job. You can't have the night. You can't have the night. Also. No, I can't have the night. Salute no. to you on that big tip, though. Yeah. Pause. But I still got I still got to wipe up the sweat. You got to. It is what it is. All right. And that is your rumor report. Damn, now. That sounded crazy. Salute to you on that big tip, though. I still got to wipe up the sweat. Damn. <laughs> God damn. Pause. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we got front page news, and Nikki Haley will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What's going on, DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy? Peace, Ted. Let's talk Jackie Robinson. Yeah, today is his birthday. Uh, I didn't realize that, DJ, until you brought it up. So uh, certainly, uh, rest in peace to Jackie Robinson. And the search is over for a stolen statue. They stole his statue. uh, And the investigators are saying that the statue was found burned beyond repair. This happened in Wichita, Kansas. Let's go to NBC for the report on the details on how the statue was stolen. And then I'll give you some more information. It's the crime scene reduced to nothing but a pair of bronze cleats, a brazen theft at a public park. That for many in Wichita, Kansas, is personal. I was appalled, and then once I saw the photos, I was angry. Angry over how someone could steal a life-size statue of Jackie Robinson, the first black baseball player to play in the major leagues. His tribute unveiled not even three years ago. I can tell you that uh, we will not stop in our pursuit of the people that stole this from our community. The crime caught on surveillance video early last Thursday. They just cut that beautiful statue off at the feet and loaded it into a pickup truck. Police have since found that very truck. But till NBC News, no sign of the suspects or known motive. What's the point of that? That's stupid. Either, either, either you're doing that just because you want to disgrace, you know, the legacy of Jackie Robinson, or you damn sure ain't selling it for parts. No. So what the, it's, what, it's a disgrace. It's disrespectful. They're racist, as you can possibly see. Mm-hmm. But why now, now said- after all these years? You know, there's been a lot about statue talk, you know, so this is kind of, you know, the statues that a lot of the Confederate and a lot of the statues that have been taken down. I am assuming. And again, it's just an assumption. We don't know for sure because no motive has been uh, put out there. But, you know, there's been a lot going on with statues, you know, over the over the last uh, what six or seven years. So in a one, they're just hateful to do this. Number one, uh, really no no motive to do it. But I did think about you know all of the statues that had to get taken down, and is this apparently you know is this a get back? You know we don't know that for sure at this point, but a lot of statue talk. Now the authorities said they are not sharing the names or the suspects' descriptions because they did find the truck. So to me, if you found the truck, probably a license plate, you know yep. something that's connected to it. But they have not said that. But uh, police uh, Joe Sullivan, who you heard there he said whether you're involved with stealing the statue or you accepted the statue or um, you were a part of any of it uh, this is an opportunity to turn yourself in now replacing the statue will cost $75,000 uh, they've been raising money for that they said they did find uh, they, they do have the original mold that's been located and so they hope to get it back up um, and return the statue to its, its rightful place but yeah they did find it burned uh, to pieces in a that's trash crazy. can yeah, they said they installed that statue in 2021, so mm-hmm. it was up a couple of years. Yep. Now, what else are we talking about? 
Yeah, fake news. Uh, YouTube creators targeting black celebrities with AI-generated misinformation. NBC News reviewed a dozen YouTube channels posting what appears to be AI-generated fake news with manipulated media fake pictures that they also are creating uh, with this fake content about black celebrities. Many of these videos uh, they reviewed, they said that it's clickbait, meaning the YouTube video titles and thumbnails uh, indicate narratives or allegations that aren't even in the videos themselves. I've seen this, these types of videos uh, numerous times. Uh, now, some of these videos have millions of views. They said the average number of these types of videos generate 21 million views. Now, in a statement to NBC News, a spokesperson for YouTube said the platform reviewed and took down uh, a number of these channels, flagged them, and has terminated them for violating their uh, right, violating the terms and conditions on YouTube. Hey man, psychological operations, informational warfare, that's what we're dealing with every day. You know, World War Three is happening right now and the battlefield is our brains. And reality as we know it is constantly under attack. And I don't see any defense except God given discernment. And that's probably not enough either in this era. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very scary. I know some of the tech giants are going to be at, uh, in D.C. on Capitol Hill today. I, I, they're trying to ban some of the uh, kids from being able to use uh, these, uh, I guess, these social media platforms because they're saying they're being addicted to it. And that's part mm -hmm. of it is, is when you're creating all this fake news and these kids are starting with these fake news and there's no way to check this fake news. This is very scary. This is very scary, especially with election year. Like, this is very scary. I, I say it all the time. Believe none of what you hear and none of what you see nowadays. It used to be believe all of what you hear and half of what you see, mm -hmm. right? I oh, know it used to be believe, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Right. Now it's believe none of what you hear and none of what you see, including us <laughs> right. talking right now. That's right. Because we might be AI. We are. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> they I, say I, I'm AI every day, the by, by the way, because I'm, in this, I'm on the screen. They say I'm AI. I, I, so, yeah. I, I do want to say, though, I feel like, you know, what a lot of people do in this space is even more important now. And by this space, I mean, like, you know, uh, radio, Mm -hmm. You know, certain podcast hosts, certain television hosts, because people have to find voices they can trust. Like, you don't have to agree with everything we say here on The Breakfast Club. You don't have to right. like everything we say here on The Breakfast Club. But at least you know we real people. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm but, saying? But, but the sad part is some of the people that these people trust are liars. They're not saying the true news. Well, that's why I said some. I ain't say all. But how do they? How do people decipher who's telling the truth and who's not? You, you got you got to figure that out for yourself. Like how Jesus. long? How long have you been listening to a person? You know what? What platform Bro, is that person on? We just heard at least twenty people tell us that Jess Hilarious wasn't going to be working here because of some inside stuff that they heard that's right. that wasn't true. But that's been going Talk on. About that's, that, that, that's gossip and rumors, though. That's been going on since the beginning of time. Like the, the, literally, the only difference between now and back in the eighties is the platform. Because back then, yeah, it we know that though. But what about the people that trust? at those people that were saying it with absolute confidence though that's on them we do that all the time like listen everybody in this room has been victim of that literally that's right that's why you have to make sure that when you're in this position that you're in you are the one that's getting all the actual accurate information you can't fall victim to the to the fake news you can't fall victim to the fake headlines actually read the stories so your listeners can say mm -hmm. well at least i know that person you know did their do due diligence and they're giving Correct. me every single correct detail of the situation Right. That, that's it's just it's really just on us as personalities. Well, I thought I think also think it's on us if you've made a mistake. You know, like I I made a mistake yesterday. I said Jordan instead of I said George instead of Jordan. So I made a mistake. I used the I had a slip of the tongue. So what about these personalities that need to come forward and say, you know what, I, I made a mistake. 
I'm just saying, y'all. Is anybody gonna do that or what? But that's how you gain trust. That that right there is how you gain trust. That's why I said at least you don't. You, you may not agree with everything we say. You don't have to like everything we say, but at least you know we real because that's part of being real, right? If I make a mistake, if I put something out there that's not true, I say, hey man, that was wrong. Right. That's how you gain trust in people, and that's up. To, that's up to the personality, and, and it's up to the person that's listening to that personality. That's right. Like you said, some people just like mess, though, too. You know, let's just talk about that. Some people just just That's like continuing to just have drama and mess. And when somebody's literally telling you what it is and then you run with it and then you tell them, no, that wasn't what it is. And they, and they still yeah. running with the that, lie. That's so always that, been that's around. Another. Yeah, it's yeah. always been. It's always been tabloids. It's always been, you know, gossipers. <laughs> it is sure. what it is. It just, it just moves a lot faster now, though, because the social media. I mean, it really can ruin somebody's whole life. I mean, you know, yeah. but it, you know, and, anyway, it's, not, and, it's, and it's not just entertainment anymore. No. Like back, right. like it's not we're not it's not just entertainment you're gossiping about. You're gossiping about real life, real right. life issues that can cause people real life problems. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, that is your. I was gonna say rumor report. That is your front page news. Thank you, Tez. <laughs> and make Absolutely. sure you follow at Tedlin Figueroa on all social pl- media platforms and subscribe uh, the at Tedlin Figueroa podcast. It's great shot, no chase on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Now, when we come back, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley will be joining us, and we're gonna talk to her next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Republican presidential candidate, Nikki former governor. Haley. South Carolina. Nikki Haley. That's right. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How are you? All is good. I can't complain. Listen, South Carolina's still proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I read recently that you, you got swatted twice. 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 Since, yeah. since the end of December. Mm-hmm. They were targeting high profile uh, politicians. Yeah. And you know, the hard part about that is I wasn't home, but we mm-hmm. take care of my parents. Yeah. They're 87 and 90. And when you have 25 people show up with guns drawn Jesus. to them... Like, what's happened to our country? Come mm-hmm. on. I mean, we can't keep living like this. It's not normal. It's not healthy. There's nothing good about what's happening right now in the country. Mm-hmm. And it, look, we have a chance to change that. That's what I'm trying to do. They didn't kick down the door or anything like that. Or did they? They actually, they saw my parents through the window. They told them to put their hands up. Jesus. They came through the door. And I mean, immediately, like my parents had their hands up and they came in and separated them talk to them you know, i mean it, it was just it was a traumatic situation twice, but twice. Wow. the second time they didn't come in because it had happened once before so mm-hmm. they were more cautious the first time it was full on they didn't know it was your house south carolina it's like <laughs> they they didn't know wow how did that make you feel look I, the reason i'm doing this i don't want my kids to live like this mm-hmm. we're i know we're better than this i grew up in a small rural town and we took care of each other. It was neighbors taking care of neighbors. And there was just something simple about it. It was good. You genuinely wanted to take care of people. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that. I mean, right now you see hatred, you see division, you see anger. I mean, you see these things where they're trying to like undercut people and it's just, you know, it was exacerbated after COVID. But it's all the more reason why we need to go back and say, wait a minute, stop taking all this so personally. This isn't personal. This is just about getting our country back on track. A swatting is personal, though. If I call somebody's oh. house, if I say, hey, this is going down at this house, 
That was personal. Well, I mean, it's personal from a political perspective. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it's a blood sport to, to run for office these days. But yeah, I mean, that's it is. But it, it goes to show why. And it's why I'm so determined to finish this Yeah, is because I know America's better than this. You know, you mentioned uh, the numbers in New Hampshire and the new, new, uh, numbers in Iowa. And it's clear to me that when you look at those numbers, Republicans are looking for something different. A lot of Republicans are looking for something different. So why are conservatives willing to just turn the Republican Party over to MAGA? Well, I voted for Trump twice. Mm-hmm. I was proud to serve America in his administration. I think people see that he never got an ounce of credit or a moment's peace. And they see him in these fights and they think that they need to show him thank you by being with him. But if you look at that, the the speech after New Hampshire or even the court cases and all that, he never talks about the American people. He never talks about what we're going to do to get this wasteful spending out of the way and get our economy back on track. He never talks about how we're going to get our kids reading again and go back to the basics in education. He never talks about securing the border unless he's saying stop it because I don't want it to happen until the election. I mean, he never talks about law and order in this country. He doesn't talk about these wars. That's what you got to be talking about. And honestly, with Biden and Trump, they care more about their investigations and themselves than they do about what we need to do in the country. And that's every reason why we need to go in a new direction. Why did you vote for him twice? If you feel this way about Trump, why did you feel that you had to vote for him twice? The reason I voted for him um, the first time was it was clear that our country needed a self-correction. Trump was good at breaking things. We needed to break some things. We needed to rattle the cages. And then, you know, the second time I voted for him is I didn't want Biden. I saw that Biden was Obama 2.0. And I didn't want to take that chance of where he was going to take us. I knew they wanted to get back in the Iran deal. I knew that they weren't serious about closing the border. I knew that the wasteful spending that we had seen was going to happen. And so I voted for Trump thinking that he was going to do more of the same. But the reality is now... Chaos follows Donald Trump. Everywhere he goes, chaos follows him. And we can't be a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. There will be a first female president. It's either going to be Kamala Harris or it's going to be me. And it should send a chill up everyone's spine thinking about the fact that it would be Kamala Harris. Why why wouldn't you vote for Hillary in 2016? Because I don't agree with anything that Hillary has said. I don't Mm -hmm. know that there's any policies of hers that I agree with. The reason I'm running now is because I'm an accountant. I think it's finally time we have an accountant in the White House. I've been a two-term governor that took a double-digit unemployment state and turned it into an economic powerhouse. Mm -hmm. I dealt with Russia, China, and Iran every day at the UN. I know what it takes to prevent war. And I think it's time that we have somebody that's a new generational leader that's not looking at the past, but actually looking at solutions going forward. Now, you talk about your policies and some of the policies and the things that you stand on. You also said that... You felt like uh, Biden would have been, I guess, Obama 2.0. What didn't you like about the Obama administration that you would have changed immediately? What were you against? There are a couple. And and you said something about Kamala. I want to ask why you said if Kamala was president, why would send chills down your spine? So a couple of things. I think with Obama, that was, if you go back, that's when we really started to feel the division. A lot of that was because of white supremacists, though. No, I think it it was everything. Everything was exaggerated with the Obama administration. It became more about gender. It became more about race. It became more about separating Americans instead of bringing them together. That was was because of right-wing media, though. They were were scared to death of a black president. Look, I don't think everybody is at fault. I'm not saying that one person did this, but I'm saying under that administration, it really did cause some... You just felt people felt like they were being put in camps. 
through that administration. The second thing is, I saw he he was very much an Iranian sympathizer. He very much kept wanting to support and do things with Iran. I think that's incredibly dangerous. This is a, a culture that says death to America, and you have to always be careful. A lot of spending happened on his watch that started us down that spiral. And then Obama did a lot of things by executive order. And that really started the, he did a lot by executive order. Then Trump came in and reversed it all by executive order. Then Biden went and reversed it all there. You've got to do it the hard way. you got to get Congress to come together and do those things because that makes it permanent. So what that did is that created leaders from around the world saw you just wait out a president. But more than that, people got used to just quick fixes instead of coming together and doing the hard work. So it was more about what do we need to do to move us forward in a way that we're lifting up everybody, not a select few. That's when I started. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpal Cyclip. 
Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrant's and visit ibrant's.com. Ibrant's may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrant's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrant's, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Started to see it. Kamala, it's from an experience standpoint. She's never been a governor. She's never had executive experience. She was a senator for a couple of years. But the things that Biden gave her, she didn't do anything with them. The border, she didn't do anything. I've spent more time at the border than she spent at the border. When it came to artificial intelligence, he gave her that. She didn't do anything with it. America's behind everybody else when it comes to artificial intelligence. I just haven't seen her do anything. She went to overseas. He sent her to a a foreign policy conference. She should have been talking about how we're going to have more allies with Philippines and India and South Korea and Japan and all that. She didn't say anything. And China just had their way with that conversation. It's not about her personally. It's about the fact that we are looking at a dangerous time in our country. This is not the time to go and and put somebody in there and say, oh, we're going to do this because... You do it because we've got to get the right person in there and stop with the labels and stop with the division and stop with who's in who's which camp and start focusing on how we're going to get America patriotic again and loving each other again. All right, we got more with Nikki Haley when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley. Charlamagne? Let's, let's talk about our beautiful state of South Carolina. That's mm-hmm. where the next Republican primary is. Now, based on simple math, people say there is no path for you to win South Carolina. So is it about ego at this point? Because it feels like it could be like a suicide mission. But why do why are people saying that? What's the proof in that? Mm-hmm. So I moved 25 points in New Hampshire in three weeks. My approval rating in South Carolina is 76%. Mm-hmm. People like what I did as governor. My job now is to show them that I could be a good president. We had an event in North Charleston. We had a thousand people. We had an event in Malden. We had 1,500 people. We were in Conway. We had 800 people. People are coming out because they want something different. They want something new. And they trusted me as their governor and they appreciated what I did. I now have to show them that we can translate that as president. So, so question if, if, you know, let's, let's say Trump does win, right? And then wins the whole election. Would you be in his cabinet? Because the thing I hear Republicans do, y'all will say all of these things about him, but then when he asks you to be in his administration, you'll be a part of it. I have said to everyone, I am running for president. Mm-hmm. I don't play for second. I don't want vice president. I don't want cabinet. I don't want anything like that. I am running because I think we have a country to save. But would you be in it if he asked you, though? I'm not, I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything. No, I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. I have said it in every way I know how to say it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be vice president. I don't want a position. I am running for president. That's my focus. A lot of women uh, don't necessarily love your stance when it comes to abortion. Um, and, and, and why is your stance that way towards abortion and, and abortion rights and women's rights? The issue of abortion is personal for every woman and every man. Mm-hmm. It needs to be treated that way. 
I am personally unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children. Having said that, I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice any more than I want them to judge me for being pro-life. So what should we do? We need to find consensus. Can't we agree to ban late-term abortions? Can't we agree to encourage adoptions and good quality adoptions? Can't we agree that doctors and nurses who don't believe in abortion shouldn't have to perform them? Can't we agree that contraception should be accessible? And can't we agree that no state law should say to a woman if she's had an abortion that she's going to jail or get the death penalty? Let's start there. I am not going to demonize this issue. They have, the fellas have done this all wrong. You have to humanize this issue. Our number one goal is how do we save as many babies as we can and support as many moms as we can? Um, let's, let's talk about some of the stuff that is, you kind of stumbled over the last few weeks, right? Like when you, when you say America has never been a racist country, I wonder then what did you consider the tragic shooting of Emmanuel AME? What, what was that? Was that motivated by racism? Absolutely, it was mm-hmm. motivated. But I don't think America's a racist country. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that America, when you look at all men should be created equal, given life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We should strive to say, how do we make today better than yesterday? We are not a perfect country. We've got stains in our history that we should never repeat. But if I grew up as a brown girl in a small rural town, and my parents told me that I lived in a racist country, I would never have thought I had a chance. I want every child to know, is there racism in our country? Yes. Should we call it out every time? You bet. But you can be anything you want to be without anyone getting in your way. Now, I wonder, why can't politicians, Democrat and Republican, because we've all heard, we've heard you say America's never been a racist country. We've heard the vice president say that before. We've heard OG Jim Clyburn say that before. We've heard Tim Scott say that before. Why can't Democrats and Republicans just be honest and tell people, hey, we can't have honest conversations about racism in this country because it's not a good electoral strategy? I mean, that's not why I'd do that's, it. That's why. No, everybody does. I have talked about racism as it affected me and how we need to get past it. I mean, keep it. You can't can't talk about it and say America's never been a racist. You can't say America's never been a racist country, but then talk about the racism you experienced. There is racism in our country. Mm -hmm. I don't think that our country was founded to be racist. I don't. I think that it was meant to be this amazing experiment to see if we could have freedom and democracy in a way that all men are created equal. But if you didn't we look at are all not men, there yet. But if you didn't look at all men as equal from the beginning, then the, the ideology is flawed. But why do you want kids to hear that they live in a racist country? Why can't you tell kids, look, we're not perfect and we have some more things to fix? I just, I don't want any child to think like that. I don't want any child to believe that they're disadvantaged from the second they're born. I didn't want to feel that. I don't think it's a disadvantage. I think if you tell it somebody, is, though. I think if you tell somebody it's cold outside, you just that just makes them put on a coat. No, it makes them it makes them know what it's going to feel like before they even get outside. I don't mm-hmm. want kids to feel that. I want them to get outside with confidence and strength and know that they can be anything. We have to do that. But they got to know the truth too. You know, yeah, they I have, don't to, think they have to know the truth. You know, like I have two two black sons, and they have to understand what they're facing when they go out to this world. It's not going to be the same as. Let's say my neighbor or a classmate. It's going to be the same. And the, the same thing with you. you. And yep. same thing with you. If you, you have brothers, you. and let's say your brothers wore the same thing that your dad wore, they weren't going to have the same lifestyle, and they were going to be looked at differently than your other classmates. Look, it's the truth. There was a we miss Bamberg pageant 
that everybody would put their children in. It was the big thing in Bamberg. You always put your kids in. So my mom decided to put me and my sister in this pageant. And I was disqualified because they had a black queen and they had a white queen. And they said they didn't know where to put me because if I was in the black category, the blacks would be mad. If I was in the white category, the whites would be mad. So they gave me a beach ball and sent me on my way. Mm -hmm. A beach ball? Yeah, I know. That's all I got, right? (laughs) Only after my mom said, will you at least let her sing her song? You're never going to believe it. My song was, this land is your land, this land is my land. I mean, it doesn't get any worse (laughs) than that. Listen, did my parents sit down and say to us what happened here was wrong? Yes. Mm -hmm. But did they say... This is the way the country is? No. My mom said, you get up, you show that this is, we're going to make it better tomorrow. I just, it's my mentality that I want everybody to know we all have a job to do, and that's to fix this country. And we never stop doing it. We have racism, and it's terrible. I've felt it. Y'all felt it. A lot of people have felt it. But are we not going to fight every day to make sure that we stomp it out wherever we see it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I I don't want kids being raised to think that they're never going to get past it. I want them to think that they can actually be the ones that help us get past it. But they have to know what it is. You can't take it out of you can't take it out of classrooms. You can't take it out of curriculum. You can't act like it doesn't exist. I they got to know what they're fighting for. Yeah, I have to I have to heal it in order. You have to reveal it in order to heal but it. But didn't we learn in South Carolina? We learned about it. Mm-hmm. We learned about it in history classes. You should always talk about it in history classes. You you don't know how to keep bad things from happening if you don't look at the past and say, okay, right. how do we go for it? Those are the lessons that we have to learn. I think it's fine to talk about it. I have no issues with that. But don't judge people who are trying to do right now. And don't live in the past. Let's look forward and say, what do we want to look like? So why did you take the Confederate flag down? Was it because it was a symbolism of racism or hate? Uh, like why? It, you said you said it was two sides. And it, and it wasn't for me to judge. But mm-hmm. you couldn't look at that killer draped in that Confederate flag and not know that that was... It really is what I told the... I didn't want any child to ride by that and think of those nine people that died. And like, we had to do that. Mm-hmm. That I had to... And the thing is, they had tried for years to get it down. It was put up. Oh, I remember. It was put up by a Democrat governor who promised to just have it up for a year and take it down, and he never took it down. So this is not where you blame people. This is about saying, let's right a wrong. And that's what I've always tried to do. If I live my life blaming, you know, what Trump calls me today or what somebody said about me yesterday or whatever, I'd spend all that energy on them. Instead of spending the energy on saying, I'm going to do better. Do you think Trump mocking your birth name was racist? I mean, I think we can let other people decide that. I think that, he, you know, you look at it and you, it's kind of like the Tim Scott, you sleep with yourself. I mean, we'll let Donald Trump sleep with that all he wants. Oh, he don't care. He sleeps very good at night. Ah, and then that's why we need a new president. All right, we got more with Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley. I got a question. What's your thoughts on immigration? So, first of all, we got to secure the border. I mean, America's acting like it's September 10th, and we better remember what September 12th felt like. It only takes one person. And I have been to the border, and... It's horrific what's happening for both, for the people that are coming and for the people that have to live with it. So first, secure the border. We passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country when I was governor. I think the way we fix it is you say, 
We're going to have a national e-verify program. Every business has to prove that the people they hire are in this country legally. We've got to defund sanctuary cities once and for all. If they know there's a safe haven, they're going to keep coming. you got to put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. They're not letting them do it now. We have to go back to the Remain in Mexico policy so that no one steps foot on U.S. soil. And instead of catch and release, you got to go to catch and deport. But you also have to do legal immigration reform. It should not take someone 10 years to become a citizen. I mean, right now, we've got to focus on what we need to do to get all of that slowness and bureaucracy out and allow it to be based on merit. Mm -hmm. What makes our country better? Start when you do it on merit. Then all of a sudden you're helping the economy, you're helping the country, you're doing all of those things. But they got to do both. And it's inexcusable that they continue to push this can down the road and wait for something bad to happen instead of just securing that border right now. Would you use force against Texas if they tried to secede over the border issue? Because I remember in 2010 you said you, you U.S. states should have the right to secede. Do you believe that the states of the United States have the right to secede from the I think that they do. I mean, the Constitution says that. Do you still believe that? I believe in states' rights. Okay. I believe that everything should be as close to the people to decide. Mm-hmm. We know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. I think states have the right to make the decisions that their people want to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do. In South Carolina, we said we didn't want Syrian refugees. We said we didn't want Guantanamo Bay prisoners. We said those things. South. I do think that laws should be made as close to the people as possible mm-hmm. because it empowers the people. If Texas decides they want to do that, they can do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that if if that whole state says we don't want to be part of America anymore, I mean, that's their decision to make. But I don't think government needs to tell people how to live, how to do anything. I mean, I think that we need to let freedom live. And, you know, uh, in 2010, you also said about the Civil War. You said it here in the interview, too, that it was about tradition uh, versus change. And then they asked you about it earlier this year, and you said it wasn't about slavery. But then you came back and said... It was. Why Why initially didn't you just say, so the, hey, it was about slavery? So, what the, happened there? so the context of that is I've done over 160 town halls, mm-hmm. answering every question, shaking every hand. We don't screen anything, all of that. When he asked that question, I made the mistake of thinking he was he was trying to ask something else. I could tell that he was not a fan. Mm-hmm. Slavery should have been the first thing that came out of my mouth. I mean, growing up in South Carolina, we all knew that the Civil War was about slavery. That almost seemed too easy. I thought he was asking a harder question, and that's why I didn't say it. It was wrong. I should have said it. I agree, you know, that, but it was just me overthinking that question. Did you feel stupid that night? Did you like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it was mm-hmm. one of those things, like, because it was so, like, slavery's a given. Mm-hmm. So I was mad that it was a given, but I was too busy judging his intentions Mm -hmm. than I was just answering the question. Mm -hmm. And it was a mistake. You have a lot of big Democratic donors, you know, who have donated to anti-Trump candidates and and, and causes and they've donated to your campaign. Why do you think why do you think that is? I don't go after any certain kind of donor. Mm -hmm. We need donors. We need voters. I put myself out there. And so whoever contributes, I don't say are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? Mm -hmm. Are you an independent? I don't ask that. If they support what we're doing, we appreciate the same with voters. I don't just go to MAGA Republicans. I don't just go to Republicans. I'm talking to Republicans. I'm talking to independents. I'm talking to Democrats. I'm talking to anybody that will listen because this is a story about addition. You should want I've, I've said this to the Republican Party a million times. 
Republicans have lost the last seven out of eight popular votes for president. Mm -hmm. That's nothing to be proud of. We should want to win the majority of Americans. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do is I want everybody. So if people decide to donate to us, I appreciate it. We'll take it. But at the end of the day, I'm focused on lifting up everybody. That's where I think our country finally needs to go. How has Trump changed politics for the good and the bad? He's made it chaotic. He's made it self-absorbed. He's made people dislike and judge each other. He's left that a president should have moral clarity and know the difference between right or wrong. And he's just toxic. I think a lot of the things he broke needed to be broken, but he doesn't know how to fix things again. And it's not okay to just break. You've got to fix it and make it better. And he hasn't done that. What do you think he's done good for the culture of politics? And I'm not talking about legislation. I'm talking about the example I use is I feel like Trump has killed the language of politics. If politicians wanted to, they could really be on their bulwark stuff and really just tell the truth, speak it like it is, and people wouldn't care. And and when you say you talk about the, the um, moral aspect of it, I never expected politicians to be perfect because I know they're not. So he's kind of like broken that mold to where y'all don't have to be. And moral clarity, though, isn't about being a moral person. Mm-hmm. That That's moral clarity is just knowing the difference between right and wrong, mm-hmm. knowing the difference of should you call a group of people a name or not? Should you disqualify? That's the moral clarity I'm talking mm-hmm. about. What I think he did right was one. He broke some things that needed to be broken. I think those were important. Breaking the bureaucracy and and getting things to move in a way that people started talking about them again, I think was important. I think the other thing that he did was he really tapped into a group that felt unheard and unseen. We should always focus on how you can... And the unheard, unseen are people like where I grew up in in Bamberg, South Carolina. Those people who work hard every day, they don't have a lot of time for politics, but they take care of their family. But they felt unheard and unseen, and he tapped into that. And I think that that was something that was good. I think that you know we should always try and tap into those people that you may not see every day or you may not hear or they may not donate. You still got to focus on them, too. Last question. Is all this worth it? Yes, because our, we have a country to save. Mm. We have a country to save. And I am not going to stop until we do this. I know in my soul I'm supposed to be doing this. I know it. Because I, one, don't want my kids to live like this. I don't want anybody's kids to live like this. This is not normal. Mm-hmm. It's There's nothing about it that's normal. It's not normal to have two 80-year-olds running. It's not normal to have this chaos around us. It's not normal for us to have wars all over the world and... You're sitting there talking about court cases and calling people names. That's not normal. You contributed to a lot of it, though. How? Being a part of his administration. Did I? No. When I was part of his administration, I told countries what America was for and what America was against. I didn't care if they didn't like me, but I wanted them to respect America. We brought respect to the United Nations again from America. Countries trusted us and respected us again. I'm very proud of what I did. I didn't work in D.C., I never wanted to be. I went there. I had my national security meetings and I left. I didn't get into the drama. I didn't get into any of the politics there. I didn't go to the parties. I stayed here in New York and I did my job and only went to meetings when I had to. I kept my head down and focused on what my job was. I've always done that. All right. Nikki Haley, how did they donate to your campaign? Go to NikkiHaley.com. If you're in South Carolina, we could do early voting February 12th. The primaries on February 24th. Show up with your ID and let's get it done. Thank you for the conversation. That's Thank right. you. This was fun. It's Nikki Haley. It's the Dirty Breakfast Club. Good morning. Another one. Hey, yo, salute to all the women one. who have lost two pounds 
You know, Shut since, up, man. since January 3rd, because they got a gym membership and now they're spending all their money at Fabletics. Yo, shut up. Sim, I'm talking to you. They, Sims, <laughs> they said they told Sim, don't look at the scale, man. Leave Sim, him alone. Sim is one of our producers, man. She done spent all her money at Fabletics because she lost two pounds since the 3rd of January. Jesus Christ. She says she doesn't know because they told her don't look at the scale. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, morning, everybody. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk T-Pain. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. Now, T-Pain, of course, successful platinum, platinum, multi-platinum artist. Uh, he's a writer as well. If you didn't know, he writes a lot of R&B music and also country songs. This is him talking a, a couple of years back of him ghostwriting. I write a lot of country music. I write for, a lot of for country, country artists for huge country artists that that would rather not uh, have it known that I that I did it. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so with the um, but no the uh, yeah now I've written a lot of I, I lived in Nashville for two years. I literally lived at the studio. I parked my bus in the back of the studio and just lived on my bus at the studio and just went in there every day. Uh, that's what I. <clears throat> got back up with Taylor Swift and Luke Bryan and uh, Rhett Atkins, Davis Dallas, uh, Dallas Davison. So you know, I've, I've written a lot of for a lot of very important country artists. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. 
Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Interesting. Now he talks about why he will, won't put his name on the credits anymore with writing these songs. Good music is good music. I don't give a f- where it come from or what style it come in. All the people I know like feel like it's not cool to listen to other genres of music. Country music is where I get all my harmonies. Country and gospel music. That's where that's where all my har- harmonies come from. I wrote a lot of country songs. Stop taking credit for it because as as cool it is to see your name in those credits and like that, the racism that comes after it is just like I'll just take the check. <laughs> don't put me on that. I'll just take the check, bro. Never mind, dude. You know what I mean? I wonder if it's still like that now because you got uh, a lot of black country artists that's popping, like Kane Brown. We met Kane mm-hmm. Brown at the iHeart uh, we did. Radio Music Festival last year. You got Jimmy Allen, um, Allison Russell. Is that is Allison? Is that her name? Allison Russell? Yeah, her name Allison Russell. Person. But it's, it's, is that her? Is she from, the one from New Jersey? I, but no, I'm just saying it's a lot of dope uh, black country artists out right now. So I wonder if um, that still holds true. What well, he, he just he's just said that like a day ago, so I'm sure it still does. And I don't think a lot of times people give T Pain the credit he deserves with all mm-hmm. the stuff that he's done with writing, with producing, with with his hit singles, with the stuff that he's doing outside of uh, music. T Pain, drop a bomb for T Pain. Yeah, drop an clue bomb for T Pain. I would like I would like to know more about that. Uh the black country angle though mm-hmm. yeah and speaking of black country you know I have a book in print called Black Privilege Publishing mm-hmm. through Simon & Schuster the next release uh, that is coming out on Black Privilege Publishing is actually uh, by Allison Alice Randall and she has a book called My Black Country and it is a journey through country's mu- country music's black past present and future okay yeah, it's available for pre-order right now wherever you buy books it's called My Black Country Okay. This is great, great uh, little plug since we're talking about black people in country music. Mm-hmm. Now, Common, shout out to Common. He did an interview with Sway in the morning, and uh, he was talking to Heather B. And Heather B. asked him about uh, black men and, and, and talking about black women and, and how black women could get you know better and, and stronger in their relationship. The support and the encouragement is one thing. Obviously, honesty is very important, but honesty would care. One thing, I, I read this this. This pastor, he was um, from the Bahamas. His name is Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe. And he and I started reading him because I was trying to re- really get in. What is the purpose of a man and a woman like it, together? And one of the things that he mentions that I think is like I found found natural is men, we like to provide. We like to protect. That's that's some things that we naturally like Come to now. do. Some things that women um, naturally do are, are nurturers. They, they, they lead us to in their own ways. So I think, you know, a woman being able to 
to be nurturing, but also be supportive. You might call it old-fashioned, but I feel like it's nature for mm -hmm. me to want to take care of these things. So let me do some of those things. But also hoping and seeing if that man has a vision um, that you can support that even if he's not there yet. Now, Heather B. asked him what advice would he give black women struggling relationships because they grew up without a father? So that's what he was discussing. Oh, you're not going to play Heather B. clip? Oh, you don't have it? No, no, no that, was, Heather B. that was a question, yes. But it's, it's, Heather B. it's actually natural for us to take care of each other. We complicate this thing when we don't have to, man. Black men love black women. Black women love black men, okay? Drop on the clues bomb for us, all right? Don't let social media and interracial relationships fool you, okay? Black men and black women are way more unified uh, than people think. Absolutely. Okay? And uh, lastly, this I thought this was funny. Benzino talks about uh, him not following his daughter on social media. Uh, he recently did an interview and said, told the reason why he doesn't follow Coyle Ray. So I don't, I can't follow her Instagram because then, you know, she could be mm -hmm. in, a, in a bikini, you know, twerking or something. So I... But I love her to death, you know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying, visualize her the way I want to visualize her as my daughter, mm -hmm. not necessarily as an artist or as Koi or, you know what I mean? I don't want to visualize my daughter like that. It's, my mother has all. followed and unfollowed me on Instagram quite, quite a few times <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I noticed those <laughs> for similar reasons, for sure, yeah. I respect that. I can totally understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, my kids aren't on social media, but I can totally understand his mindset and his perspective. You would not want to open up your Instagram, and that's what you see. No, no. Hell absolutely. no. But, you know, my, my daughter, who is a, a lot older, is on Instagram, and if there's anything that she thinks I might have a problem with, or, you know, if she's in a bikini or something like that, she'll run it past me first. Dad, what do you think about this? You need to run things past her, okay? Because from what I see, the, the, the kids got way more sense than you got, okay? Logan is the man of the house. And she's definitely got more sense than you, Madison. The st you embarrass your kids way more on social media than they could ever embarrass you. I've seen you post videos, and I'm like, man, could somebody tell him to take this down? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can only imagine how they feel. She she don't need to run nothing past you. Shut up. All okay? right. And Maybe that, ma mama. mama. I run things past mama. Mama got the best judgment, oh clearly. Oh, my goodness. And that is your rumor report. And when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Parents. How do you handle following your kids on social media? Damn, man, having to block your child. <laughs> That's got to be wild. <laughs> yeah, well, that is the question. 800-585-1051. Parents, how do you follow your kids on, how do you handle following your kids on social media? We'll do it after donkey. Who are you giving your donkey to, bro? Man, for after the hour, we need uh, Bertel Johnson to come to the front of the congregation. Speaking of social media, okay, we shall discuss. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Execution on the donkey of the day is something to behold. Is it a read? He gave me donkey of the day and I deserve it. People need to know. Well, you need to tell them. I am. You have the voice. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. It's time for donkey of the day. It's a read, but you're so good at it. You're trying to be a fake ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne to God. Damn, Charlemagne. Who you giving donkey of the day to now? Mm-hmm. Ah, I was parched, had to get a drink of water. Uh, donkey of the day for Wednesday, January 31st. My God, it's only the 31st? <laughs> Why does it feel like January was two months? Man, I felt every single one of those 31 days. Lord have mercy. Uh, but donkey of the day for January 31st goes to Bertel Johnson, okay? Bertel is a young man from Chicago, and he's the latest victim of the false reality that is social media. I've gotten on this radio for years. And said the things you do uh, online will absolutely get you jammed up offline. And I don't understand for the life of me why people care more about what social media thinks 
I don't understand why they care more about what social media believes than they do about what actually happens to them in real life. See, Bertel is a convicted felon who is free on electronic monitoring. Well, he was free on electronic electronic monitoring awaiting trial on murder and attempted murder charges now anybody with a bump of common sense when i say a bump i'm talking a bump just a hit of common sense i'm talking a bump of common sense that can be administered by dipping the tip of a car a house key into the common sense and just inhaling it all right just a little bit of common sense on your fingernails can be used to take that bump okay a bump of common sense a bump is such a small amount but that little bit of common sense goes a long way and that's all Bertel needed just a bump of common sense to keep him out of the situation he is currently in see as I told you Bertel is a convicted felon who has been free on electronic monitoring awaiting trial on murder and attempted murder charges so if you were awaiting trial for killing somebody mm -hmm. you probably should try to show the courts you know that you aren't that type of person Mm -hmm. right? But this is 2024 And people are who they are And they couldn't, you know, uh, hide themselves if they tried See, Bertel is back behind bars right now Because of a startling discovery That was made inside his Chicago home I use the word startling discovery Because that's the wording the article used But in light of what made the police go to his house in the first place There is nothing startling about this discovery See, earlier this month The Cook County Sheriff's Office says Investigators found multiple guns, ammunition And suspected narcotics Inside his house after he posted photos on social media of himself carrying a semi-automatic rifle and a handgun modified with a switch that turns the weapon fully automatic. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to Fox 32 for the report, please. A convicted felon who is on electronic monitoring awaiting trial now facing more charges tonight. Bertel Johnson has been out on bond since 2021, charged with first-degree murder and first-degree attempted murder. Earlier this month, the Cook County Sheriff's Office says investigators found multiple guns, ammunition, and suspected narcotics in his home. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. Never have been. Never claim to be. I just feel like, you know, if you're on house arrest for murder and you posting pics of you carrying semi-automatic rifles and handguns, if you're on electronic monitoring for murder, let me give you a list of things you should be posting on social media instead of guns. Number one, yard work. Okay, I want to see you cutting grass, trimming some hedges, picking trash, loose garbage out of people's yards. Actually, you in Chicago, I want to see you shoveling some snow for some old people. Okay, go shovel some driveways. Okay, get some of that snow off the steps. All right, post some pictures of you reading Bible scriptures, reading the Quran. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, post some pictures of you and your local pastor. All right, go donate some blood. Post that's go donate some blood. Post some pictures of that. All right, with funny captions like Magic Johnson could never. Just show me pictures and videos of you being proactively helpful. Man. Okay, you are on electronic monitoring for murder and attempted murder. These people already think you a monster. All right. The last thing you should be showing them is that you still have guns and not just guns, an assault rifle, three handguns, including one with a defaced serial number and an auto switch attached, one high capacity 50 round drum magazine, an extended nine millimeter magazine, two empty nine millimeter magazines, nearly 150 live rounds of ammunition of various calibers, 16 grams of suspected cocaine, approximately 300 grams of suspected weed, 78 oxycodone pills and 4000 in cash. He got caught with all of that while being on electronic monitoring for murder. Oh, yeah. The white man got some shelter for you now. The white man got housing for Negroes like yourself. The white man sees situations like this and starts rubbing his hands together and licking his lips like, yeah, we got another one. And I just don't understand the mentality, the logic on why Bertel would you feel the need to showcase any of this on social media? I truly believe we have celebrated this type of dysfunction for so long, normalized it for so long, that these Negroes think they really got a career. 
They show this type of behavior off like they want to be the Dr. Miami of goons. Okay, Dr. Miami shows off his work in the form of BBLs and breast augmentations and liposuction. So Bertel is like, let me show you my work in the form of all these damn guns and all these damn drugs. Yeah, we see you. Okay, we see you use this rifle. This this is the this is the semi-automatic rifle that I use to kill ops over there. This is the handgun I use to shoot at ops over yonder. And we did it while high on these drugs, right, yeah? Okay, I tell you, destiny is not a matter of choice. <laughs> it's a matter. It's not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Okay, nobody is destined to be a career criminal at 30 years old. Let me repeat: destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Nobody is destined to be a career criminal at 30 years old. But when you make as many poor criminal choices as Bertel has made, when you choose this life of crime, you are guaranteed to end up the white man's tenant forever. Please give Bertel Johnson. The biggest he are. Matter of fact, let Remy Ma give Bertel Johnson the biggest he are. He ha, he ha. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Yes, yes, yes. He is Remy. Yes, he is. Damn. Mm-hmm. So sad. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes, indeed. There's, I already said Negro. There's no need yeah, to play. No. There's no need. I was to, hoping you absolutely didn't. no need. Because I, I mean, you said the white man's gym, the white man. Then you said this Negro. I mean, I was <laughs> hoping you wouldn't. I could no, play no, a game. No, there's no need to play throw people off. It, look, hold on, damn! I just had it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ain't no damn, damn. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you got his picture? No, the, the, damn! Let I me see his picture. Now, come on now. Let, let me see. see. Come on now. Typical Chicago. <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> you like? You look like all the keys. He <laughs> do look. That's perfect. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I'm sure he had a ski mask before he took Come that on mug now. shot. Oh, definitely, they had to tell him to take it off and take the mug and do the mug shot. God, right. he definitely had the pool shot deal. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that dunk of the day. Now, let's open up the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Benzino, if you if you just missed the rumor report, was talking about his daughter Coyla Ray and why he doesn't follow her on social media so i don't i can't follow her instagram because then you know she could be mm -hmm. in, a, in a bikini you know twerking or something so i but i love her to death you know what i'm saying so i want to be able to you know what i'm saying visualize her the way i want to visualize her as my daughter mm -hmm. not necessarily as an artist or as coy or you know what i mean i don't want to visualize my daughter like that my so mother has all. followed and unfollowed me on instagram quite quite a few times <laughs> over the years <laughs> all right so the question 800-585-1051 as a parent how do you handle following your kids on social media let's discuss we'll take your calls when we come back it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club it's topic time Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we were talking about something Benzino said in an interview. Let's hear. So I don't, I can't follow her Instagram because then, you know, she could be mm -hmm. in, a, in a bikini, you know, twerking or something. So I, but I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying, visualize her. The way I want to visualize her as my daughter, not mm -hmm. necessarily as an artist or as coy or, you know what I mean? I don't want to visualize my daughter like that. My so mother has all. followed and unfollowed me on Instagram quite quite a few times <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I noticed those <laughs> for similar reasons, for sure, yeah. So we're asking 800-585-1051. As a parent, how do you handle following your kids on social media? 
Uh, for myself, only my two oldest kids have social media, and they really don't post too much. And anything my daughter does post, she usually runs by me before she posts anyway. But if I did have a child that was uh, twerking and and posting, you know, bikini pics all the time. And that would be uncomfortable. It would be uncomfortable. I think it would be. That would be uncomfortable. And I think I would have to unfollow him. And not necessarily because of that. Well, because of that as well, but also because of the comments too. Yeah, my daughter don't have social media. Um, you know. But, but your daughter's young. Well, 15. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I got four daughters, 15, eight, uh, five, and two. But, you know, yeah, social media is just something that I don't even ever want them to, to, to get to get into you mm-hmm. know I, I, I just see where it's going I see where it's headed I see where it's at now yep. no need to even ever you know give your brain your time and attention away to that thing but uh, yeah I can totally understand where Benzino is coming from that, that, that would be super uncomfortable you know to open up Instagram and you know see your daughter doing that but that's also just the, 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 the I don't want to see the price that's not the right word, but that's just also life, right? That's kind like, of the price you pay for fame. Yes, that's, it is. No, that's the price that you. Have, that's the price you pay for having a daughter. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but your, your but daughter is going to grow up, and your daughter is going to grow up and be an object of desire. Because yeah. guess what? The person you had that daughter with was somebody else's daughter. But I it's think. a lot worse that she's a celebrity and she's famous and she's an artist. I, I, even if she wasn't. I get what you're saying but Because even, there's more eyes on her now Sure but I don't even think That's what he's concerned about He's, no, just, well, he's, he's concerned with her you He's know, just concerned about Opening up Instagram And seeing his daughter Twerking in a bikini yeah. Like that would make Anybody uncomfortable I don't care right. if you're a, a mailman Or a, a, a famous rapper You know what I mean Like I, that's just Yeah It's embarrassing But it, it, it works both ways Because you know As an adult There's things that I'm sure That you could do That embarrass your daughter Right You know So I mean we all We all have to be cognizant of that We all represent each other like right. envy's very embarrassing. Like you know, what I mean, I know that you know Logan and Madison are very embarrassed by their father at certain points. I'm but sure, but they love you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I don't I haven't posted myself in a bikini twerking yet. Oh, you've done way worse, Alexandria. Way worse. I've seen it. Hello. Hey, what's your name? Alexandria. <laughs> okay, you just Alexandria. said that. <laughs> well, Alexandria, that we're talking about. Do you uh follow your kids on social media? Uh, on social media? I do not. So I have um two kids. Um, a little girl and a little boy. The boy isn't biologically mine. So he's going through, like, you know, trying to find himself and all that. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> is he thugging? Is he thugging? It's certain things he, he th- I can't do in front of him. Oh. So I don't, I do not. Oh, so you he don't. follow you, me on Snapchat, so, Instagram, no Facebook. Oh, so you don't you follow do. him because you be wilding out. Facts. <laughs> oh, so you be hold on now, hold on now. So, so you, be so you be showing your ass on social Not media. Not bad though, but I mean, like you know, in bikinis or whatever. Because I am married. I'm a married woman. I'm faithful as hell. So it's like it's nothing too crazy. I don't. But you don't want to. You don't want to turn him on. I'm trying to. I'm confused. Like what's going on? He, he, I don't want to. Like okay, so we had a little situation where. If I'm in the bathroom, he'll bust in there and he'll put his hands over his eyes and he'll open two fingers. Oh, oh, so he's trying to see something. He's trying to see something. So he's trying to see something. This is stepmommy. So this ain't mommy, yes. mommy. This is stepmommy. Yes. No. This is, yes. Oh, he on, he on Pornhub watching them videos that got what? them titles like, that uh, got left alone with stepmommy. I don't want to wow. think about stuff like that, Charlamagne. That's what that's what that's that's what the hell going and, and on. Stepmama, let me just ask. I'm not being rude. Are you um? Is your body uh? You have big boobs and and a big rear. So I'm I'm like I have a big butt. Yeah. But I'm I'm not. I don't have like big boobs, but still I have a body. Why, he's, he's, why, why he be talking like a white man? That, that, 
Why? Why? No. Why? why and, and did you think he was talking to a white man just no, now? Do you I, have a big rear? I'm trying to say a it big nice rear. Respectable. I didn't want to say big <laughs> and ass. I'm trying, trying to be respectable. Speak our language. She, why, why she, she, she understands. She, 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 she know you're not disrespecting her. I don't want y'all to be disrespectful. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know what yeah. to tell you, man. <laughs> you, you got that horny little boy running around well, your house. I just, I just want people to understand, like, it's nothing wrong with that, you know, because at the end of the day, you want to see your children as children, but you also want your children to see you as their parents. That's right. You need so to get a lock on your door, though, too, mama. You need to get a lock. We're not going to have... See, now I got a, a lock on my door, see? like a real lock, because, you know, like... He be in your panty drawer. in a bigger house. So like you know, <laughs> hey, be in your pants. You better count man, your what panties. What are you talking about, man? Because if he's into mom like that, I'm sure he grabbing oh. her panties. Well, you are projecting, and you need to shut up because you're telling a lot about oh, yourself. Man. Man. What are you, what are you, about? you getting it for this? I don't know how you got. You took just that see, she just said she runs into the bathroom and comes. That's totally different than what you're talking about. Right, well, That's how, totally different. How old is he, man? Eleven. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, he a little boy. Yeah, he a little horny little boy. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I Jesus get Christ. All right. All right, Alexandria. All right, y'all have a good one. Damn. 800 <laughs> If you're just joining us, we're talking about something Ben Zeno said. Let's play a clip. So I don't, I can't follow her Instagram because then, you know, she could be. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. 
I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. And a bikini, you know, twerking or something, so I... But I love her to death, you know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying, visualize her the way I want to visualize her as my daughter, mm-hmm. not necessarily as an artist or as coy or, you know what I mean? I don't want to visualize my daughter like that. My it's, mother has all. followed and unfollowed me on Instagram quite quite a few times <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I noticed those. <laughs> for similar reasons, for sure, yeah. So we're asking, as a parent, how do you handle following your kids on social media? Let's discuss this. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's Topic Time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us. We're talking and asking, as a parent, how do you handle following your kids on social media? This conversation comes from Benzino. He was talking about his daughter, Cola Ray. This is what he said. So I don't, I can't follow her Instagram because then, you know, she could be mm-hmm. in, a, in a bikini, you know, twerking or something. So I, but I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying? Visualize her the way I want to visualize her as my daughter, mm-hmm. not necessarily as an artist or as coy or you know what I mean? I don't want to visualize my daughter like that. My mother That's has all. followed and unfollowed me on Instagram quite quite a few times <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I noticed those. <laughs> for similar reasons, for sure, yeah. We have Nicole on the line. Nicole, good morning. Good morning. How you feeling, Nicole? Peace, Nicole. I'm feeling well. How about you, gentlemen? Good, good, good. So we're asking, how do you handle following your kids on social media? Well, my daughter is 15, and she has, like, probably four or five accounts. One account that her father and I get to see, one that she shows people that she really, quote unquote, doesn't deal with like that, ones that her friends can see, ones that she actually uses for certain posting. So we really don't know where to go. We just only have one that Damn. we look at, really. How did, you, how did you figure out she has five different accounts? Because when I asked her, I sent you something, did you see it? And she said, no, where did you send it? And I said, well, what do you mean, where did you send it? I have this. She said, oh, yeah, those people, I don't deal with them no more like that. So I created another page and send it to this. Or if you send it to these two, I'll get that. And so she has multiple accounts, and I just can't keep up. It's really wow. Sad. Are you calling from Baltimore? 
Yes, I am. Yeah, I heard the T U and uh it was something else you said. That was, <laughs> I heard it was, I heard the E E E at the end of a few words. <laughs> yes. Jess Hilarious starts uh here next Monday, by the way. I am so excited. I wanted to say congratulations to her. I'm so happy for her and so happy for you guys that you get that blessing of a presence of being there with you. Absolutely. Right. You're absolutely right. Yep, super duper excited. <laughs> well thank but you. But I did have something to say. Yes, Two ma'am. other things to say real quick to y'all because I couldn't get through. The right. first thing, Charlemagne, when you were talking about Shaq and how um, he didn't want to divulge personal information to a woman, yep. hurt people hurt people. So mm. if you're going to say something hurtful to someone, that's because you want to cut them as deep as, you know, as bad as you feel. Mm-hmm. So if you're not an evolved person and be able to take that, then I agree with you. You know, you should be in a position to trust. So I get that. But the other thing is for envy. I happened to watch television the other night, and I see you be moonlighting on caught in the act. I see you out there trying to help relationships. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout to um, t- <laughs> shout to Tammy Roman. We did caught in the act uh, last year. We had a lot of fun doing that. So uh, salute to her. I'll be I'm trying. I'll be out there working. They be they be, yo. They be stressing me out. They be fighting. I'll be trying to break up the fights. I'll be trying to show them some love. Hey, they they be they be working me. That one gentleman, he was on there crying and screaming. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. I felt, I couldn't stop laughing. It gave me a real good giggle. The, oh, the diesel dude? Yes. Yeah, I had to get I security for him. to be acting like that. That's what I said. I said, he too diesel to be acting like that. I can't be, I can't be breaking up a fight. He's too big for that. Pause. Pause. <laughs> but thank, thank you, mama. All right, y'all have a good one. Peace. You too. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is your boy Sterling Stacks, man. What's good? Hey, Sterling what's up, Stacks. How you feeling? <laughs> what's up, brother? How you doing, Charlemagne? What's up, my guy? I ain't talking to you in a minute. Yeah, man. Good minute, man. Congratulations on everything, man. Uh, the Black Effect joint, man. Uh, the publishing thing, all that, man. Thank you. Salute King. to you, bro. Thank you you, you read the state well. Thank you, brother. So, see you all day. So we asking, how do you handle following your kids on social media, bro? Man, I'm lucky, man. Luckily, my uh, daughter ain't that raunchy. You know, she ain't ghetto. You know, I was worried about it at first. But, um, you know, after following for a little bit, I seen that, you know, she don't do nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, it's a little bit easier. I mean, she's 29, so, you know, she don't, you know, she out, she drinking, you know, she partying with her girls, but her clothes ain't never too revealing, you know, but if I do see her with, like, you know, too many cups, you know, I will shoot her a tech. I wonder if she and, know, you know she know to behave because daddy watching. I wonder if that if that helps parents, parents following. I think everybody kids. watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, cause I, I think her mom follows her, you know what I mean, her aunties, you know, but, but we ain't raised her like that, you know, so. Now, some of the younger girls I see, I don't know how their parents do it. Mm-hmm. Now, if she was a little bit, you know, doing like, you know, thongs and bikinis, I'd have to unfollow. I totally get it. All right. Thank you, brother. Well, what's the moral of the story? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have kids on social media. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I do. I, I think Sterling Stacks brought up a good point. I think that if uh, kids know their parents are following them, but and vice versa, if parents know your kids are following them, I think we're, we're all more... Uh, Aware of, of what we're putting putting on social media, mm-hmm. so I think that is good. We should probably poli- should all police each other like that. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got to discuss Snoop Dogg. Uh, we'll tell you what made Snoop pass out, what made him faint, and we'll talk about it when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Snoop Dogg. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I don't gossip it. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the breakfast club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. Yes. Now, a few more days, a few more days till just with the mess, Dan. That's right. 
Now, Snoop Dogg talks about uh, the time he actually was starstruck and actually fainted meeting somebody. Have you ever been starstruck by anybody? Yes. Yes, I have. Who? Pam Greer. Oh, We're doing a movie, Bones, right? And this, one, this is young Snoop. I'm young at the time, right? They tell me I got the role with Pam Greer. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to got Pam Greer. It's a catch the flight to uh, Frisco to Vancouver. So when I get to Frisco, I'm sitting down, and Pam Greer walk up and just sit right next to me and start talking What'd to me. What'd you do? Yeah, my heart beat fast. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I-, I hear what you're saying, Pam. Give me a minute. I go to the bathroom and faint. <laughs> you fainted for real? I fainted. I'm laying on the ground. My security come in. they like, get off this nasty floor, man. What are you doing? I'm like, I looked up. I said, cuh. I just met Pam Greer. <laughs> And they pulled me off the floor, wiped me down, and I sat next to her the whole flight, and I didn't even look at her. She was talking to me and just can't believe her. <laughs> Damn. What movie was that? Bones came Bones? out in 2001. Now, also, he talks about he was doing the Jennifer Hudson show, by the way. That was her interviewing him. Uh, why he needed his own trailer at the Jennifer Hudson show. This is the first time on the Jennifer Hudson show where when I pull up, I saw a whole trailer <laughs> outside of the studio. That was for you. I, I wanted to respect your space. There's certain things that I do before I go on stage, Smoke and I didn't weed. want that to. <laughs> certain things like what? I mean, I have a certain aroma that I don't, I don't want weed. to follow me to your set. <laughs> I just want to know this. How long you been smoking? Like, when you start? Do you even remember when you started? I started probably when I got to, like, 12th grade and then I, I was like on and off and then when I started making records it became like it was medicine for me it was like my medicine to keep me calm and to keep me focused on what I was supposed to be doing so I would say probably 30 some years Dropping the clues bonds for Snoop Dogg I mm-hmm. find it very disrespectful that y'all know Snoop be coming to y'all shows and be coming to y'all uh, you know places of business and y'all don't already have a designated place for him to snoop I mean smoke, smoke okay you know who Snoop Dogg is you know what Snoop Dogg is about you should actually have weed for him okay mm. well he carries his own weed I'm, yeah, sure, I'm he sure, sure he does I'm sure he does but he you should know what he's smoking you got to make arrangements for Snoop and his smoking uh, when Snoop comes to your facility Snoop yes. is the only person when we had the old Breakfast Club studio that smoked him. Snoop was the only person that smoked in that studio was he the only one I thought that might have been somebody that lit up weed yeah, but and we told them to turn, turn take it out. Yeah, they, they don't have they didn't have that uh, type of cultural cachet that Snoop Dogg has. Okay, Wiz didn't, right? No, nah, I don't think it was Wiz. I think um, it was Ray Sherman. One of the Ray Sherman guys. Yeah, I think they might have took a puff. We told him to stop. Yeah, <laughs> Snoop. But Snoop had a vape though. He didn't even have like a blunt. Did he? I don't yeah. think. I don't remember. It was something else. I know he was the only one that smoked. Mm-hmm. All right, now Issa Rae, she's been doing promo for her role in American Fiction. Now, during the interview, uh, she started talking about so many black shows getting canceled. She's seeing you saw, you're seeing so many executives get canned. You're seeing very clearly now that our stories are less of a priority. So she's saying that uh, she might just take things on an independent route. She's like, she can't do it no more. She said, I can't force you to make my stuff. It's made me take more steps to try to be independent down the line if I have to. Yeah, it's less of a priority because it's making less of a profit, you know, and Issa's right. It, it might possibly be over because, you know, we had a window and that window did not necessarily translate into ratings and revenue like it should have. And all these folks need is is a legit reason to not do what a lot of them never wanted to do in the first place. You think, you know it's, you think it's the fact that people didn't know about these movies? Because I'm just thinking about the last, what, let's say the last 60 days, right? You had Color Purple that didn't meet expectations, right? I, I, I think people just... Book of Clarence. I, I, don't, I think Color Purple had a, 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 a bad rollout. I, I think um, 
It did for it did well the first I, week, right? I, the first I think day. The, I think Taraji kind of overshadowed Color Purple a little bit, and I'm not sure how people feel about remix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was no sense of urgency. Mm. But yeah, we had uh, want to rush out and see Color Purple. Book of Clarence. Then you had uh, Book of Clarence was good. Ava DuVernay's movie. What was the name of Origins. that? Origins. It's out right now. Yeah. I think Origins did I right for the theaters that it was in. Book of Clarence, yeah, forty million dollars. I think it only made like three first weekend, mm. but that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if people don't watch these shows, if people don't show up to the box office, then these networks, these studios, they have legitimate reasons to not make these projects. And right. even if artists start, you know, doing their own independent projects, you still got to support them with That's your right. dollars and your viewership. <laughs> right? right. This business is about ratings and revenue. Period. That's right. That's it. You can you can justify anything. When you get in the ratings and you get in the revenue. Okay. Period. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, up next, we got the People's Choice Mix, 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Just a couple of days left to Jess Hilarious uh, starts, which is February 5th on Monday. The Breakfast Club Dynasty continues on February 5th. Uh, the good sister Jess Hilarious uh, is officially the new third co-host of the Breakfast Club, man. So, you know, rumor report will be Jess with the mess. Mm-hmm. And her news is real, allegedly. And you can get uh, uh, Jess fix my mess as well. That's right. Actually, um, you know, for everybody that listens to Jess Hilarious' podcast, Carefully Reckless, thank you. If you don't listen to Jess Hilarious' podcast, Carefully Reckless, on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, new episodes drop every Wednesday, as in today. So a new episode just dropped uh I saw the title earlier. It was something about my daddy. What was it called? Not my daddy, but, you know, oh, it's called uh, Where's My Daddy? Where's mm-hmm. My Dad? You know, so uh, that's available right now on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. And I bought that up because she does um, Just Fix My Mess on the podcast mm-hmm. every Wednesday. So not only will you be getting your questions answered on the podcast, you'll be getting your questions answered here on The Breakfast Club. That's right. You know, uh, shout, salute to Tashara. She does uh, Page Six, the newspaper in New York. Uh, she asked me, you know, what do you expect from from Jess Hilarious? And I was like, I just expect Jess Hilarious to be herself. That's when all is, we want. When is that going up in page six? Is it already out? Mm-hmm. Really? I believe so. Today or tomorrow, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I was like, just, to, you know, to be herself. I was like, Jess is smart. She's intelligent. She's funny. She's a mom. She's a mom. She's, she's a superstar, She's relatable. Man. And she don't take no ish from nobody. She's a superstar. Mm-hmm. She's been a superstar. You know, I, I, I met Jess like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've just we've all watched her grow and evolve and become this, you know, young girl on social media who was just doing skits, making people laugh, to being an actress, you know, an entrepreneur, you know, a podcast host, stand-up comedian. Her stand-up yeah. is very funny. If, very if, you've, funny. if you've never seen Jess on stage, then you're missing out. Yep. So, you know, now she's adding radio personality to her her repertoire. No, and you know what's funny, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but Jessica dance. I, I don't know. Jessica dance. Like, she could dance dance. Have you seen Jess dance? I mean, she do whatever them, no, no, them no, Baltimore no, people be doing. No, no, it's Jessica dance. Like she dance. Like you could tell that she about to dance when she was a kid. She could dance. We don't need her to dance. Anymore. I know, but I just I was watching her. Uh, <laughs> she could dance. I just wanted to put that out there. She Good. dance. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, we don't need. That's not what we hired her for. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> She's multi talented. What I was trying to hey, say. Black people, if you ever on a job interview and they ask you to dance, walk out the goddamn interview. All right. <laughs> She's multi talented. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice at Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for a positive note, Charlemagne. You got one? Yeah, and I just want to tell everybody thank you uh, for listening to the Nikki Haley interview. Make sure you go to our YouTube page right now and check out that interview with Nikki Haley. And I also want to remind people um, I have my Ford Family Endowed Scholarship at South Carolina State University. South Carolina State University is my mother's alma mater. Uh, I have an honorary degree from South Carolina State, so I opened up uh, an endowment scholarship fund there. It is open to South Carolina State University sophomore and senior students um, for spring 2024. You must be a state of South Carolina resident and you must major in English or communications, R related fields, R studies in mental health related fields, psychology, counseling, psychiatry, uh, etc. Okay, so apply at bit.ly Ford Family SCSU Scholarship. That's bit.ly Ford Family SCSU Scholarship. The deadline is until February 16th at 11.59 p.m. Now, the positive note of the day is simply this, man. It comes from the late, great Kobe Bryant. It's all about that Mamba mentality, baby. Learn to love to hate. Embrace it. Enjoy it. You earned it. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and everyone should have one about you. Haters are a good problem to have. Nobody hates the good ones. They hate the great ones. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.